and welcome back to this week's episode of the LG Women's Football Podcast, a weekly podcast championing women's and girls' football at all levels. We are your hosts, Emily and Abby. And this week we're back with international action. So it's the international break at the moment, there's no Women's Super League, so we're going to bring you our combined team of the week this week. <laughs> do you want to kick it off, Abby? Um, sure. Do you want to start with forwards first? Yep, let's shake it yeah. up. Shake it up, why not? <laughs> So I think first up, we've got to talk about Beth Mead. Two goals. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent game from her. Although, to be fair, it wasn't a difficult game for them. Um, but I was very impressed. I'm always... I love Beth Mead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just number one fan. But yeah, I think she had a really good game. Yeah, she had a good game. Her and, spoiler alert, Alessia Russo is also in our starting eleven. Um, But her Arsenal duo together had a really good game. Yeah. Both got two goals. So, yeah. I think, like, obviously they're not... I don't know if you can count them as senior members of the England team. But they're more senior than, like, other players. Letizia and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So. so, like, putting on a good performance, leading by example, I think it was really good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Especially Alessia Russo, because <laughs> I... <laughs> you know, I jinx things on this podcast you so do. much. So last week, when we were talking about the England call-ups, I said that... I would prefer Nikita Paris to be in over Alessia Russo <laughs> because I thought Paris was in more form. And here we go. Alessia Russo has just proven me wrong, but I'm not going to complain because it's good for England. So Exactly. And, I mean, again, it's the pump-up thing. They're putting this in the <laughs> changing room. She's heard. She's like, Emily's just, you know, talking rubbish about me. So, yeah, and to be fair, I mean, what a game to do it in. It was a nice, easy one for them. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Diani. Yeah, <laughs> so we've got Diani from the France national team. Um, she had an amazing goal. They played Germany, mm. I believe it was Friday night? I think so, yeah. Friday night, and they won... It was 2-1 um, <laughs> <laughs> to France, which meant that Germany now have to play against the Netherlands this Wednesday. Ooh. Yeah. Exciting times. I know. You watched the Netherlands game, didn't you? I did watch the Netherlands game. That brings us swiftly onto our midfield. <laughs> yes. Um, and there are no... Uh, oh, actually, no, there's, there's one Dutch player, but... Let's focus on the Spanish first. Okay. <laughs> uh, because Aitana Bomati, of course, she's in there. She I had mean, to be in there. How can you have an international break combined starting eleven and Bomati not be in there? Exactly. And then she got one of the um one of the three goals they got against the <laughs> Netherlands. So I suppose, yeah, she's gotta be in there. It was a good goal as well. She had a good game all round, I think. Um It's just like watching magic when you watch her on a pitch. She never has a bad game, like ever. Like there's a very good reason. She's like <laughs> very like the best women's footballer like last year, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. yeah. I've also got a uh, Sherida Spitzer from the Dutch international team. I think she did some really good defending for a midfielder. Like, she had some really good moments where, like, maybe the back line was letting down a little bit and she just got in there, got stuck in and, you know, did what needed to be done. But I think the real problem with the Dutch game generally was that um, they kept sending a lot of long balls forward, but they didn't have the coordination or no one was in a position to make the runs available like that they needed to do. So in, like, the Germany game... On Wednesday, I think they really need to start coordinating things a little bit better, yeah. um, timing things a lot better. But they actually didn't have a bad game. It's just a shame and they lost 3-0. I mean, Spain is such a good team. They're just too strong. I mean, they're like... world champions. Yeah, like... for good reason. <laughs> but, but, yeah. No, I agree. So, also keeping in theme with the Spain and Netherlands game, we have Salma Paraluelo also in our starting eleven. Mm. She was just on fire. She's, oh, she's amazing. So impressive and so young. Like, I, I did not realise. Born in 2003. She's only a couple of years older than us. That's, that's mad. That's crazy. <laughs> She's off making moves. I know. I feel like I'm not doing enough of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough to shame. <laughs> We're making 
making our own moves. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're moves of yeah, some kind. Of some kind. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she was amazing. Even just watching the highlights, you can see like... Predominantly she, her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was all her, especially in that first half. Mm. Going forward, attacking wise, she was such a threat for the Netherlands. Absolutely. Um, she obviously didn't get that goal in the end, but no. she was a big part of why there was so much pressure mounting up on the Netherlands team. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, deserved spot for her. And then lastly, in our midfield, we've got Grace Clinton. Yeah. I was so excited to put her in the team. I was like, she was one of the first names I put down. Oh, it was so exciting. I actually, like, I watched that back and I was like, icon. She got her goal on her debut. I know. What a dream international debut. Perfect. It was insane. And to be scoring amongst, like we said, the likes of Beth Mead, Alessia Russo, really proving why she deserves to be in that squad and be in that starting lineup. I mean, I think she, we, we always knew she was one to watch, but I think she's just proven herself again and again. It's lovely to see. She's having such a good season, such a good year. It's crazy. I know. She's setting things on fire in the WSL for Spurs and then going on international break and proving that she can do it on the international stage as well. So Yeah, absolutely. Really impressed with her. Should we go on to our defenders? On to our defenders. On to our defenders. Um... From the Spanish game again, <laughs> so so many Spanish players, um, but Ona Batio, of course, mm-hmm. I think she's such a strong defender. I mean, how can you not have her in there? Um, she's always consistently good, always has a good, strong game. Like, I don't know, I was just very impressed with her this week, especially against the Netherlands, because obviously you've got some strong names up there. Um, they're a strong team and they did actually have quite a good game. It's just a shame that none of the chances, like, you know, managed to go through. But I think... Ona had a very like strong game in trying to nullify some of that. Yeah, well, that's the thing about Spain. They just like they're so strong in all areas of the pitch. Like they're just such a mammoth task of a team to come up against. I think when they're when any like teams preparing to go against them, they know that they've got their work cow for them. It's not like they've got two or three names that you've got to keep an eye on. It's all of them. Yeah, (laughs) literally all of them are a struggle to play against. Mm. Um, Okay, so then we've also got Virginia Kirchberger Mm. from the Austrian national team. Obviously, Austria lost to England in the end, 7-2. Bit of a mammoth defeat. Yeah, just a bit. But Virginia Kirchberger did (laughs) offer a bit of consolation for the Austrians. Um, She scored two goals, both headers. Um, They were really good goals, to be fair. So Mm -hmm. that's why I thought we'd have her in there. She's kind of the saving grace, even though it was a terrible loss. (laughs) Yeah, against a really strong England team. So Mm -hmm. I think... Serena Wiegmann would definitely be frustrated that England conceded two goals, both from set pieces, because oh, yeah. if they had just stayed switched on for those two moments, then they would have had the perfect game, essentially. Yeah, so. clean sheet as well, that would be lovely, but oh well. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be really happy with the result. <laughs> anyway. Exactly, you can't really complain, can you? No. Um, and then finally in our defence, we've got, um, I think her name's Julia Gwynn, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of letters there that I don't know how the <laughs> pronunciation comes through, but it's Gwynn from the Germany team. Um I mean, as a defender, she's got a goal in, so that's always good. Um, I mean, obviously, they lost uh, to France, and it means they have to, you know, do that Olympic fight with the Netherlands soon. But I think she had a good, strong game. But, yeah, I think that's it. And then we've got our goalie. Do you want to talk us through that one? So we've got Elvira Herzog, the Swiss goalie. Um, She made seven saves. One of them was a penalty save, which... Wow. Gotta love a penalty save. Gotta love a penalty save. <laughs> um, 
I just think it's such a good thing when a goalkeeper can do that because you're keeping your team in the game yeah. in the most important moment. Because, so, I mean, Switzerland beat Poland in the end 4-1, but if that penalty had gone in, it's easily game on. I mean, I yeah. know, like, it still would have been, like, 4-2 potentially in the end. Yeah, but it, it helps, like, build confidence back up, doesn't it? Like, once you start getting halfway, like... Exactly. I think the minute you score a penalty, or even just a goal in general, mm. there's a bit more momentum there. Absolutely. So, to have that penalty saved is just like, nope, close me down. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't get through me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, she had a really good game. And actually, interestingly, so that was the Swiss-Poland game. They're playing each other again this evening. So Such great scheduling. <laughs> um, in another international friendly. So go and watch her. Go and yeah. see for yourself. That brings us to the end of our starting 11. And on to news. Yeah, you? some general news for you guys. <laughs> um, so... I mean, first of all, I want to talk about Katie McCabe because obviously we were slamming her last week saying, I mean, it was bad, like what she was doing, like was it pushing her tune over last week? Yeah. <laughs> but this week um, she knocked someone over and actually helped them stand up. Wow, personal for once. growth. Personal growth. Anyway. Thought, we're fair on this podcast. Yeah, you know, you hear both sides. Exactly. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get her in for a statement next. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to move on to Mia Fischel rupturing her ACL just before the US Women's National Team's game. Oh. I felt so bad for her. I, it's just, I feel like every time I hear about an ACL injury, I have the same reaction. Yeah. It's just so sad. It's just gutting. And, like, it's happening to a lot of Chelsea. Like, and not always, like, ACLs, but there's a lot of, like, injury going on there for some reason. Yeah, they're having a little bit of a crisis. A little moment. bit. It's giving Arsenal last year. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so not only did she rupture her ACL, Alex Morgan, who didn't even get the call-up, has been called up for this um, and took over her number seven role. But it proved very controversial. People were very, very upset that um, Alex Morgan wasn't wearing number 13. There's been a lot of shirt controversy this week as well, though, because <laughs> um, in the Matildas, the Australian national team, mm-hmm. for some reason there's been a lot of hate on Caitlin Torpy, who's been called up in Sam Kerr's place because she's taken the number 20 off of Sam Kerr. Okay. And um, there was so much hate that they had to take, like they had to take so many comments down. Like, that's a bit. It was like overwhelming. <laughs> um, it's a bit of an odd one. <laughs> just a bit. Like, why can't you just be happy? I mean, I do understand the legacy of a shirt number, but at the same time, everyone everyone needs to play. Exactly. Everyone and like, needs a I, number. I'm sure Sam Kerr. They were like, are you sure it. there wasn't like other shirt numbers that she could have got? Like, clearly not. If they're putting her in that position, yeah. Like, they wouldn't do that if they didn't have to. I don't think. Like, ugh, there was just so much hate for her, and I felt so bad for her. And she, so there was, um, they were mic'd up in the tunnel yeah. as they were about to go out, and she, she literally said she was like, people were like, oh yeah, you're wearing the shirt, like good luck. And she was like, I'm gonna get so much hate for this. To be fair, it's and a she lot knew. of pressure, even without the hate, it's a lot of pressure to take Sam Kerr's jersey on, especially for the Matildas, because she's such a loved player. Absolutely. Um, let me read you a few comments, right? Okay. One of them was, "This feels all sorts of wrong. You're telling me there wasn't a single other number, <laughs> like." <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> but um, so there, there is some positivity coming out of this. Someone said she really brings out the number 20 spirit in the first half. Not bad for a debut. Bright oh, future. That's a nice message. Exactly. I just thought, that's like, lovely. let's just keep the positivity. I don't know why we're shooting <laughs> people down. Like, there's nothing we can do. Sam Kerr's out. Yeah. Like, just let this girl do her job. That's the thing. It's not like Sam Kerr's being snubbed for this other player. Exactly. And, you know, Sam Kerr's a good leader. I'm sure she would have, like, been behind the player encouraging her so 100 percent. 
Yeah. But anyway, uh, some more news with the Matildas. Goalkeeper Mackenzie Arnold's shirt is now up for sale, thank God. Yeah. She really deserves it. I love Mackenzie Arnold. I think she's so good. And, like, she definitely keeps that team together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And it's also a nice... It's a nice jersey. It's a nice, it's a nice <laughs> shirt. I'd buy it if I had any money. <laughs> I'm going to go cop herself one. I actually am. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. I was just happy to see that like finally go up because she deserves it. And there's like, the Tillies are such a big thing in Australia. Like um, I've seen people on TikTok saying that in the Taylor Swift concerts, they're saying the national treasure is the Tillies and they hold up Tilly shirts. Oh, that's so cute. So they're a big thing. And to think that they hadn't even had their goalies shirt available to them until now is a bit of a joke, but... It's happy it's there. Nike with Mary Earps. Yeah, it really is. But it's <laughs> fine. We take the wins that we, we can do get. We take the wins. Exactly. Uh, big loss, though. Lots of women moy. The commentary on her during that England game this week. Yeah, that was... She wasn't even on the pitch. <laughs> it was... Did they get confused between her and Maya Letizia? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Oh, no. Another brunette in a very blonde <laughs> squad. Like, I don't I know, know. That was a bit bizarre. It was quite funny, though. It was funny, but she wasn't <laughs> even on the pitch until later on. And, like, she, they were talking about all, like, her past achievement or whatever and, like, how she's having a good season. She's not on there. <laughs> this was just on the bench, like, yeah. thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks, Queen. Thanks for the free promo. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, clearly they heard her and put her on. But <laughs> yeah, and then another thing to touch on, I just wanted to give a shout out to Jess Carter because I loved her goal in that England. I love a little back heel moment. That, yeah, that goal was really, really cool. It was cool. so smooth, although they did it really dirty on that BBC article. <laughs> <laughs> they put this really um, unflattering photo of poor Jess Carter on like the front page of the BBC website. Mm. And she, does, she doesn't even look anything like that. No. So it's like her face has been warped. Like I've never seen her like that in my life. But it was a great goal, nonetheless. Great goal. So did you actually see her partner on Twitter? I think it was <laughs> yeah. Leah Williamson had like tagged Jess Carter on Twitter, saying, "Oh my God, what a good goal!" Like yeah. that was amazing. And then her partner was like, "Yeah, it was all luck." <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And she was like, "Stop embarrassing me in public." And I was like, "Way to back like your loved ones." Yeah, like, honestly. <laughs> No, but it was sweet. Um, but yeah, I think that's all of the news I have this week. Yeah. I think the only other mentional point is, obviously we mentioned Bon Matti and Paria Luello earlier on. Um, they have both been nominated this week for the Laureus World Sports Awards. Um, I don't think there's much of a shock, especially with Bon Matti. Um, she's had a stellar year. She's won everything under the moon. <laughs> Paraluello, um, I mean, I've been really impressed with her. I mean, that last game just showcased how incredible of a young talent she is. Yeah. So I'm not surprised at all that she's there. Yeah, I think the award she was nominated for was, like, Breakout Player of the Year, which... It makes a lot of sense. It just sums it up. She's had yeah. a great year, and I think she's got some really amazing years to come. I'm so excited to see her play in the future, honestly. She's, like, yeah. the symbol of, like, a new era, and yeah. it's really exciting. Absolutely. Okay, do you want to move on to uh, a February, like, roundup? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, manager of the month, Abby, in the um, WSL. In the WSL, back back to our like <laughs> domestic football. Um, I think manager of the month. You know what? We'll give Emma Hayes her round Ooh. of applause one last time before she goes off. One last time. Yeah. Do you not think they're going to have a good march? I don't know. I mean, I think she's going to leave soon, isn't she? Anyway, so yeah. might as well get her in whilst we still can. Okay. <laughs> she's not <Yeah>. dying, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Chelsea have had a really good month. Um, they're obviously top of the table at the moment, tied with Manchester City. So, yeah. Clearly something's going right there. And also, I feel like there's been a couple of times where they go into half time and they're not doing so well. And they come out and they come out swinging. <laughs> and I think she's she's saying some impressive stuff in there to get them to come out like that. So, yeah, I've been impressed. 
yeah, no, she's a really good manager, like tactics wise and everything. Yeah. She always makes the right decisions. Um, for my manager of the month, I have gone for Gareth Taylor, Manchester City's manager, because they've had just an insane month, to be honest. They really have. Like they beat Chelsea. They are now top of the table with Chelsea when they were like three points behind for most of the month, which in the like doesn't sound like a lot, but in the WSL actually, it's huge. It's, yeah, it's always that close. Mm. So to to make that bridge and jump up has really blown open the title race. So I think it's, it's been so exciting. I'm literally so like nervous but excited. The end of the season is going to be really good. So mm-hmm. if you haven't been watching women's football, I mean, why are you listening to this? <laughs> also, <laughs> why not? not? Um, okay, so then I feel like it might be the same sort of similar vibe, but team of the month? Yeah, um, I've actually gone for Man City, so I clearly agree with you on the <laughs> Gareth Taylor note. Um, but yeah, they're just incredible, man. Like, I mean, we've said everything already, I think, but I've just, I'm so impressed and I'm so excited to see what... I mean, I'm not even a fan, but like, I'm just so excited to see like how far they can go. Yeah. I kind of want to see them beat Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so your, your team? Um, I think same, but the obvious answer would be Manchester City. Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah, fair enough. I agree. I mean, obviously I went with Gareth Taylor, so it would be a hand bit, in hand. bit of an oddball if I didn't go for them as well. Yeah. Okay, and then... Player of the month? Player of the month. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually haven't thought about this. So have you not? I'm going to put you on the spot. You go first. Oh, no, I'll... I didn't do that. I haven't either. <laughs> um, I'll have a little think. You know what? Um, I'm going to go on the theme of Man City here. We're just singing their praises today. But I've said I've talked about her a few times already. Kirsten Kasparai, I love you. You're amazing. Oh, really? That's actually yeah. shocked me, you know. How? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she's always in your team of the week. She's so always consistently good. Always, she's just been so good recently. Honestly, I've been so impressed. I mean, let's not talk about the um, Dutch game, but <laughs> but from a WSL from perspective. a WSL standpoint, she's I love her. She's great. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I get that. Hmm. Maybe a bit of an underrated one. Yeah, I think it team. is. I loved I love the underdogs. Yeah. Sarah Mailing, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my player of the month, I'm going to go for Nikita Paris. Mm. Not really an underrated Not one. Not at all, but she's incredible, so she deserves it. She is incredible. And actually, there is an argument for being underrated because she didn't make it into the England squad. That was a joke. Clearly, Rousseau <laughs> was what was needed. But yeah, you no, never know. I take it back quite Nikita Paris could have scored double that. You never know. And it's, a, it's interesting as well because it's in this international break, England are only playing friendlies. So it's not like they're restricted by squad size. No. So if Serena had wanted to, she could have just put an extra player on the plane. So it is interesting that Nikita Paris didn't make it into but the But then they're saying, oh, yeah, we'll watch you. Though. We'll keep an eye on you. Yeah. But you're not quite good enough. I guess That's the only like positive how. is that she can stay focused on the WSL. All of these players will have had... She's clearly into the swing of things as well, isn't she, already? So it's yeah. probably for the best. So, like, other players will have, like, gone and played two or three games for England mm. and then will come back, not tired, but, like, no. with extra games in their legs, whereas Nikita Paris will be fresh, ready to go at the weekend. Absolutely. Also, I feel like they might play different styles, like your team versus your, like, international team mm. as well. So if you're learning one thing and, like, your position in one place, it, it won't be the same in a different team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're linking up with different players as well, playing exactly. under a different coach, so... Yeah. So, yeah, that's my Player of the Month, Nikita Paris. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit of start bench sell mm-hmm. action, yeah. Oh, yeah. We play Serena Wiegman once again. <laughs> uh, Defenders-wise. So, start bench sell this week. We're going oh, God, with the England defenders. <laughs> I'm going to go for... Well, no. <laughs> These are the players. Are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> so, we've got Lucy Bronze, mm. Jess Carter, yep. 
Lotta Wibbly. <gasps> Lotta! <laughs> I've always said how upset I am that I can't get Lotta's shirt. Like, the England shirt is not for sale, and I don't know why, and it's actually, like, the saddest thing of my entire life. I told you you can customise her, though. I know, but I don't want to have to... Do, I, like, why, she, why does she not warrant it herself? <laughs> like, it just annoys me. Anyway, I think Lotta actually had quite a good game, didn't she? Yeah, she came in as a sub, didn't she? Yeah. She a good game. Oh, this is difficult, you know. See, I like Lucy Bronze, but I don't like Lucy Bronze as much as other people like Lucy Bronze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Also, I, I feel like, like I get a lot talented. of money. I get a lot of money for her if I sold her. I can't believe you're about to sell Lucy Bronze in front of me. Right no, 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 no. I'll sell just Carl. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, you've got to sell one of them, so why make it's, it a It's shock? so difficult. Yeah, but then she has such a good goal. She did. Oh, that girl was decisions, so quick fire decisions. I can't. Yeah. I'm literally the most indecisive person ever as well, which <laughs> makes this so much harder. Um, I mean, obviously, Lot is staying with me. Lot okay. is not going anywhere. Um, I'm gonna sell Lucy Bronze. Wow, that really is a dagger to my heart. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna start Jess Carter for the goal because mm-hmm. I, I just love it. It's so good. <laughs> just on the credit of the goal, she can start, and then I'll bench Lotta. Really? Yeah. Your thoughts? My thought's completely different. <laughs> it always um, is. <laughs> I'm going to sell Lotta. <laughs> <laughs> We're not friends anymore. I mean, it's not a shock. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> okay. don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to sell Lotta, get rid of the Arsenal ties, what? Um, bench Jess Carter, even though she had that amazing goal, and start Lucy Bronze. Yeah, but completely different. But Lucy Bronze has won everything there is to win. She is one of the most senior England players. Good for her, but she's also a senior England player. She's getting on a bit now. <gasps> like, she's coming towards the end of her career. Wow. So she hasn't really got that long left in her. But she's still an amazing player. I know, but she's, she's so not going to be playing for much longer. But she can still play now. Yeah, but I know. But, like, I'm thinking towards the future here, wow. Emily. These, I like. Look, look towards the future. I am. <laughs> And I plan ahead. Okay. As we saw with the the goalkeepers, I <laughs> kept the young ones. Wow. Maybe I'm ageist. Maybe. Yeah, cause actually, <laughs> I kept... Um, I started Mary Epps. Yeah. Then. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's about it for our start bench. So, should we move on to predictions? Predictions. Everybody's favourite part of the yeah, podcast. <laughs> we waffle and get proved wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, Yay. so obviously there was no WSL this week, so we didn't predict any games last week. No. But we're back with it this week, back to see who's the better Mystic Meg of women's football. Good Lord. <laughs> right. So as it stands, Abby is currently on 16 points, and I'm on 14 points for a little catch-up for you guys. I'm just too good. Too good. There's only two points. You need to watch your back. So there's no games on Friday evening. No, it's just start so Saturday. Straight on to Saturday. So Manchester City versus Everton. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last game that I watched of Everton's. I would maybe say 3-1 to Manchester City. 3-1. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. 3-1. I am going to say... Oh, this is tough because, like, obviously they've beat teams before, like Spurs, 7-0. And yeah. Spurs are arguably better than Everton. Not even arguably. In they just kind of are. Um... I'm going to say 5 0 to Manchester Damn. City. And then next. Ooh, North London derby. Ooh, I didn't <laughs> realise that was this weekend. That's uh, me neither. That's crept up on us. Arsenal versus Tottenham. Yeah. So obviously, the last time they played each other. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was actually at that game. Mm. Amazing game in an amazing stadium. And Spurs won 1 0. Making history, man. 
Um, so what do we think about this one? It really depends. And I think that because um, D'Angelo is going off to play in the Gold Cup, I don't think she's going to be around. So Arsenal are going to be stuck with Zinsberger again. Yeah. Love Zinsberger, but come on. <laughs> um, so if Spurs do actually, like, you know, get a bit of a lease of life and actually do what Robert Villahan wants and wants to score goals, then she's not going to stop them. Yeah. I really want it to be, like, really dramatic, like, loads of goals. I think if Spurs stand a chance, they're going to have to really hold off Arsenal and then get one back, like, last time. Yeah. So I'm going to go for 1-0 to Tottenham. I'm going to go for 2-0 to Arsenal. OK, OK. Got a little bit of variation. Yeah, why not? I mean, Beth Mead's back in her swing a little bit, isn't she? So, mm-hmm. could be. Clinton's arguably also in her swing. Not this back is true. in it, she's been in her swing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Aston Villa versus Liverpool. Thoughts? I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> might be a cheeky 2-1 moment to Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. 2-1 to Liverpool for you. Yes. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 2 all. Bristol City versus Brighton. I'm going to say there's going to be lots of goals just because I want one match that there's <laughs> lots of goals in. It's going to um, be a goal fest. It's going to be a goal fest. <laughs> Uh, maybe if I say it, it'll be true. Um, <laughs> I think maybe 3 2 to Brighton. 3 2 to Brighton. Yeah. All right, fair, fair. Fair. What about you? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with 2 1 to. Don't back mm. Bristol City again. You know it was bad last time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 2 1 to Brighton. And I think Elizabeth Turner's going to score both of the goals. Ooh, all right. I know. Just going above and beyond this one. <laughs> I like to have extra credit. <laughs> Saddo. Um, <laughs> okay. West Ham, Manchester United. I want Katrina Gorey to do well, but I don't think <laughs> they're going to win. Um, but then Man United have been a bit off it recently, haven't they? Yeah, that's true. 2-0 to United. Do you think? Yeah. I'm going to go with 3-1 to Manchester United. What do you think? Goal first? Goal first, of course. <laughs> and then finally, we oh. have Leicester versus Chelsea. Poor Leicester. <laughs> Nah, we'll go 3-0 th- to Chelsea. 3-0? I'm trying to control myself. <laughs> That's fair. I'm going to go for... See, every time I'm like, 5-0, 6-0, it <laughs> Do never it. happens. 4-1. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I can see that scoreline yeah. as well. Like, I, I can, can see it. it. I can see it. In my mind's eye. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, that just means that you guys are going to have to come back to see if my mind's eye was correct. <laughs> it probably won't be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we'll be back next week with more WSL action, the return of the WSL. Mm. We're in that final stretch now, so it's going to be interesting more exciting. to see how the season pans out. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. <laughs>